0: Hello, y'all howdy and welcome back to the gen v podcast i'll get a round of applause please i know you can't hear it it's a little awkward this is a student-led podcast focused on discovering god's freedom in our everyday lives my name is ayana cruz and who is next to us our favorite co-host what was that i gave you claps oh i appreciate it oh what's your name
1: Hi, my name is Sawyer Robertson. I am the co-host of the Gen Free Podcast, and I'm still here, but I'm also the editor of the Gen Free Podcast.
0: Name tag right here. Name tag right here. Yay! Yay. (laughs) And then today's guest is a lovely, lovely friend of ours. (laughs) She attends the church we go to. She's a part of the worship team. She does a lot for this church, and she has a beautiful singing voice. Girl don't play with me you do have a lovely single voice singing voice i heard that mm on the side thank you (laughs) maya gonzalez yay i'm so excited to have you here today how's your day been
2: (laughs) it's been good um i had a full day of school and that is just i don't know whatever anyway i'm a senior this year
0: how's it going
2: it's going. <laughs> um, mm. I have like tons of like huge assignments that I have to do, but I keep mm. procrastinating them, and mm. they really um, affect my future. I so like,
1: I have I a lot a going huge, on in I that. Was a huge procrastinator in high school. Yeah, the
0: whole That's the whole thing. Or just oh, I struggle with
1: it. Oh no, I love senior year. Senior year was the only year I enjoyed. Me too. I for real. hated. I wanted the rest to die
0: all the other years.
1: Dude, <laughs> so. literally same. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> yeah.
0: How's... But, like...
1: Like, not I, figuratively.
2: Each year has been so different than the other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I... It's been, like, a different stage of life, I feel like, yeah. each year. Like, I can't... This year is nothing like junior year, nothing mm-hmm. like sophomore year, especially not freshman
0: year. Have yeah. yeah. you been in that school all four years?
2: Yeah, I've been going to... So, I go to Logos Academy in New York City, mm-hmm. where a lot of us... Kind of where we live. Um, but, um, yeah, it's a small... Private school, and I've been going there since seventh grade. Oh wow! Pretty much all of middle school and all of high school. Mm -hmm. So the same small group of people all of these years. It's actually nice to have a small group of
0: people to like travel classes with.
2: It is nice. Like I'm, I'm glad that um, I'm going there, and I'm. It was definitely um, a God given opportunity for sure. Mm. Yeah,
0: it's great that you could see that. Yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. I feel like. (laughs) I feel like there's positives and negatives to having, uh, um, to having like, um, a small group of people that you stay with the, inti- sure. the entire time. Because, yes. I mean, immediately, um, I feel like I would have loved that. I feel like that would have been great because then immediately you all grew up together and you're all friends and you all know each other. Yeah. But then, like, if you're coming in from the outside, you're just kind of outside that bubble, it kind of seems. Yeah,
2: they are... Um I will say, it's like you would expect us to all be best friends. Mm-hmm. But we're not. We're not that mm-hmm. close, but mm-hmm. we are. We are. A lot of us are really close. But How big um, your class? What?
0: How big your class in total?
2: Right now, I think there's 12, 12 seniors. Mm. Wow. I think. Yeah. 11. 12 or 11.
0: Wow. I
1: think we had like 400.
0: That's <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Ours was the smallest class at like 420 something. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. The I, freshmen were at like 700 something. That's, that's insane. Yeah. That's <laughs>
2: insane. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't want it any other way, honestly. Yeah. Like, and I think it's because, like, the kind of education I get to have because mm-hmm. of that. I get a lot of one on one teacher time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is really nice. Yeah.
0: That um, is nice. Yeah. Which is funny you say that because when I, I've been in public, private, and charter. Mm-hmm. Um, the many spans of my life. And I feel like when I was in private and charter, even though the classes were small, the teachers still had no time for any yeah, of the kids. I mean but I guess it just depends. Yeah, yeah, it depends on the school. For sure. mm-hmm. But do you know what you're here to talk about today? She says no. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: do. I um like topic around um like being a daughter of God.
0: And a son, because uh, and a son, so. yes. Unless, <laughs> do you have something you want to tell no, let me not play this game. <laughs> Let me not play like this. Cut this out. Anyways. No, we leave it in. Leave it in?
1: Yep. I, I'm deciding to leave it in right now. Is, I'm the one editing this. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I don't care.
0: So, daughterhood and sonhood. Mm-hmm. Yo, we all look so tired. I'm like you, looking at your I'm face. I'm zonked. <laughs> zonked
1: is crazy. Dude, yeah, su- staying up late for the Super Bowl.
0: Mm, I forgot I that was know. the yesterday.
1: worst outcome. Nobody wanted that to happen.
0: It was boring. It was. It
1: wasn't that. It wasn't a great game. Yeah,
0: but I will say, the halftime show was like a different level of meh. Like it wasn't all the last five years. I think have just been bad. Mm. Like for the most part, this one was good, but still, like, eh, like it's not memorable. But I think it was just because Usher and I I like Usher. Yeah. So, and Alicia Keys came out. I I wanted Pitbull. Yo, <laughs> Pitbull came out. That would have been, been crazy. That would have been
1: so funny. United the
0: whole United States of America right that there. That would have great. Because who doesn't like Pitbull? Honestly. <laughs> it's a worldwide.
1: I, Lil John. Lil John was crazy. He yeah, was Lil so John. funny.
0: Yeah. Lil John was the highlight of the night. Yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs>
0: but, anyways. But, yeah.
1: Sonhood, daughterhood.
0: Sonhood and daughterhood. My phone's not flipping. (laughs) You're having trouble, aren't you? Yeah, I'm struggling today. Some of these
2: questions, I was like, I don't know if I'm qualified to answer some of Mm. these, but I will try.
0: Well, (laughs) some of them is just like food for thought. Yes, a lot of them
2: was like, I don't
0: know. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There might not be a definite answer, but then there's some opinionated ones that you can formulate. So we're just going to dive right in. (laughs) All right. So the first one, to you. What does it mean to be um, a child of God?
2: So um, I was actually, like, I was reading this, like, blog kind of about being a daughter of Christ. And the thing that stuck out to me a lot about it was, like, walking in a manner worthy of that title.
1: Mm.
2: Mm-hmm. I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, Yes, I'm, like, a daughter of Christ, but, like, what does that actually look like to live out? And, Mm -hmm. like, what expectations do I have of myself that God has of me? So that's kind of, like, what I think of as, like, daughter of Christ. Um, I think of, like, okay, I have a big responsibility now to actually, like, live, like, Christ lives inside Mm -hmm. of me. Like, he actually died for me, which he did. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, so, like, um, walking in a manner worthy of being called a daughter of Christ and, like, what that looks like Mm -hmm. and the expectations that I have. Not that only God has for me, but that I have for myself, obviously. Um, and then also with that, you know, it's like the love of God kind of also yeah. I think is like an aspect of being called a daughter, a daughter mm-hmm. of Christ, because he's like, he's our father. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so like to love God. And um, I think it's in, where is it? Yeah, Romans eight fourteen. Um for all who are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. For you do not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons by whom we cry, Abba, Father. Mm. So I think of, like, calling, seeing God as our father, therefore we are his children, therefore mm-hmm. I am a daughter. Yeah. Kind of. So, yeah. um, I think the main thing, though, that sticks out to me about being a daughter of God is, like, the responsibility. Yeah. And like walking, walking in that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's two, there's two things I want to mention here. Mm-hmm. The first being the word adoption. Mm,
2: yeah, that I underlined that and yeah. put it in all caps. I was like, yeah. that's so
0: cool. <laughs> because sometimes you ever hear people walk around who, now this isn't a diss, but who who aren't following God and we're like, oh, I'm a child of God. Like yep. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm cool. I'm fine. God's got me. Well, the word adopted shows that just because you were born does not mean you are a child of God. Yeah. You are created in God's image. You are created by Him. But to be adopted, mm-hmm. you have to you have to give something up to be adopted. Like yeah. if you think of an adoption process, or like I think like my stepdad wanted to adopt me, mm-hmm. and I me because I being an adult, I would have to consent through that. Like yeah. I'd have to like hand over part. I have to change my last name. Yeah. I'd have to do. I have to go through a process and become his daughter, even though I, I already am, but become yeah. his daughter legally. So when I hear the word adoption, I think, what does that, as a child of God, I think of everything I had to lay down. Mm. I had to lay down parts of myself mm. that really weren't good for me. I yeah. mean, my selfish ambition wasn't good for me, but I had to walk out in trust with God, like, hey, I'm laying, I'm laying this yeah. down because I have to, and then he adopted, he adopts us once we make that decision. And I don't think a lot of people really understand that it's not just something you're born into adoption is such a strong word in that Mm -hmm. context Mm -hmm. yeah
1: yeah i think about um uh, like the responsibility god gives us Mm -hmm. because like i've talked about on here i've talked about how um responsibility from god is a sign of trust from him um and that he's trusting us with these things in the same way a father would. You wouldn't tell your your kid to go um to go fix the car if that's something they couldn't do. Yeah, he gives you things that he thinks you can deal with and uh, um uh, trusts you with, um uh, and so I think he gives us things that he believes we can carry out. Um, uh, so I I just uh, um uh, have that mindset and uh, in thinking about all the things that I've been given the responsibility over, um uh, with God knowing that. He believes I can do it, mm-hmm. um, so that's the mindset I carry when I think about being a child of God and the mm-hmm. son of
0: God. So. Yeah, because you're really an example. It's really it's an extension mm-hmm. of God. You are by saying you are a child of God, and by beginning the responsibilities, you are expected to mm-hmm. steward it. Just as like if I'm at my when I'm with my mom, and she's like, "Hey, yo, I need you to like <laughs> clean." Yeah, I know. I didn't. I don't know why it came off like that. (laughs) Um, Like, oh, I need you to clean something in order. Because I love my mom and respect my mom. I'll be like, okay, I'm gonna go clean that. There's Mm -hmm. a sense of responsibility that you have and it's not and it's not it can feel overbearing, Mm -hmm. but God trusts you with it. Is there any like responsibilities in your life like right now that God has you stewarding?
2: Yeah, actually, I was, like, just talking about this with my mom. Oh, wow. I think, like, yesterday, which is Mm -hmm. crazy. But I'm kind of going through a really big transition in my life where I'm Mm -hmm. a senior and Mm -hmm. I'm going to be graduating and possibly going to college and just making plans for the future. And with that comes a lot of responsibility on my end. Like, I'm going to have to make my own choices and... Especially with like my school work, f- that's a big one. Yeah. Is like I have to be accountable for all of that. Like mm-hmm. in college, your professor's not gonna like hold your hand through every little every little thing. Yeah, and so, <laughs> um, so yeah, we were t- lo- uh, talking a lot about you know my responsibility when it comes to school,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and um, that's a big one for me right now. Um, school is like my life, I guess. Yeah. Besides <laughs> church, and like also with like serving at church, I have. I feel like I have a, a lot of responsibility with that, which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't take it as if, like, oh, I have all this responsibility. Like, I I like that I get to, you know, do what I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, you know, I'm, like, co-leader of our, like, youth worship team, which is awesome, yeah. and it's o- honestly a joy to be able to do that. I love mm-hmm. doing it and, like, making the relationships with other kids on the worship team has been really cool. But, you know, it does take responsibility. Yeah. Um, and... A big one in the aspect of like trying to lead a worship team mm-hmm. in the sense where it's like we're what we're doing is giving praise to God. So how we actually like go about that and mm-hmm. with leading it is like really important. Yeah. And something that I take, you know, really like
0: Seriously. Seriously, yeah. because you have the desire to do so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You want to do the responsibility. For sure.
2: Yeah. And like when I am not living up to what I know I can be and what I should be, I kind of, like, beat myself up about it. Mm. Mm. And that's when, like, my procrastination comes in because, like, I procrastinate a lot with basically everything <laughs> that I do, Aww. which sucks. Um, but, and that's kind of how I, like, beat myself up. is like, in a way, like, when I procrastinate, I just, like, keep doing it. It's, like, a spiral effect. Mm.
1: I don't know why. Can I encourage you in f- something? Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I'd... Work on changing your, your language and mm. your outlook on mm. it because, yeah. um, uh, like saying that you are a procrastinator is still speaking it over yourself, yeah. Um, where mm. I, as I would encourage you to, to work on, uh, um, I have procrastinated, mm-hmm. um, and saying that you have done it. Um, uh, and it changes your, your mindset towards it and uh, moving away from it in the future. Because yeah. I don't think that's something, procrastination isn't something from God. So I sure. I uh, um, uh, definitely would encourage you in saying uh, um, to, uh, to change your language on
0: that and your outlook. Thank you. You're it's welcome. funny that you mentioned that because that kind of slides into what um, I want to talk to you about next. So sometimes we claim words over our lives that are true or sometimes we identify words over our life with negative connotations. Mm. So my question to you would be, have you ever, there's like this sense around daughter and sonhood that can be negative in the worldly. I mean, we have parents that are supposed to Mm. be examples of how God is supposed to love us, but it doesn't always mean Mm -hmm. that it happens. Mm -hmm. So has your view of being a daughter ever been like skewed?
2: Yeah, I mean... I, for sure, I, you know, growing up, I didn't have, like, the best upbringing, Mm. Um, and my mom raised me um, my whole life. Um, I have, obviously, like, I have two parents, but my mom, uh, my dad lived in another state most of my life, and so my mom was a single mom, and she raised me, and um, along with, like, other family members, you know, we have a a really big, close family, so that was really cool, but... um, You know, at that time, growing up, she, you know, suffered with addiction, and so did my grandma and some of my other relatives, and so I was kind of, you know, surrounded by that growing up, Mm -hmm. Um, and even though they were, I love my mom, I love my grandparents, and I love my family so much, but, um, you know, the way they raised me, in some ways, I took some things on about mm-hmm. myself that I don't really un- know when that happened or how mm-hmm. that happened. Mm-hmm. But at some point I started believe, like the enemy just, you know, yeah. got yeah. in there. Um, and so I remember, you know, thinking bad things about myself mm. at a young age and into middle school, high school. Now I've kind of, this is a off track, but like now, You're good, go at the it. point where I'm at now, is like I've actually like, it's kind of crazy, but I had, you know, a really powerful encounter with the Holy Spirit and he really just changed my view of myself. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it was actually at one of Brian's nights a couple years ago oh wow. mm-hmm. like, that um, he used to have a middle school, like once in middle school. Um, used to have him at youth group like once a month or something like yeah. that. Anyway, but yeah, so that when that happened, but yeah, so I, you know, without even realizing it, kind of had this like uh bad feeling or image over myself. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, the enemy would speak lies of, you know, like nobody loves you. You're not good enough. You're not pretty enough. You know, all the things that you most people probably think. And like after a while, I would just hear that. And I always thought it was myself saying that to myself Mm -hmm. until I remember one Sunday, Pastor Adam, our pastor. um, At Praise Community Church. (laughs) Context.
0: Context. Yes. Add a um, context button right here okay yeah sorry
1: <laughs> it's fine i'll make a graphic
0: yeah you don't have to you could probably find something online that says context Con- context yes continue
1: <laughs> sorry but yeah so
0: why are you sorry i don't know <laughs> we should be sorry we're sorry we interrupted continue
2: you're fine um but yeah one sunday he actually said something about um you know like that voice in your head mm. that's telling you like you don't i don't like you you're not good enough whatever like that's not you mm. and i was like so that, ever since yeah. then, I was like, whoa, I can, like, look back to years and years of just, like, this degrading language yeah. that I thought I was speaking over myself. It's
1: crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Was not me. And so, um, even though it sounded like myself, and I was, and I would think, like, why am I telling myself this? Like, do I actually think this mm. about myself? So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I grew up with, you know, with the struggle of, you know, addiction in my family members, and then you know living and just not a great lifestyle um my family was christian but the kind of christian that you know you go to church on easter christmas Mm -hmm. that's kind of it Um, (laughs) yeah like my great-grandmother grandmother she would take me to like mass oh catholic (laughs) sometimes growing up we would sometimes go to church on and off so it was kind of like that so like i grew up with a knowledge of god and jesus and like the story, like the little children's biblical stories, stuff like that. But I did not actually have a relationship with God. Mm. I, my views were very obviously twisted of what was.
0: What it means to be a daughter. Yeah, Yeah. I didn't
2: know. Um, I had, you know, a a weird relationship with myself and my mom and my dad. And I just, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I had a lot of hurt that was built up, built up that I didn't even realize that I had until yeah. like literally like 2 years ago. Wow. I did not even know that I had that. And even to this day, it's still a struggle for me to like face that cuz I yeah. kind of mm. after we moved, so we were from Illinois. We moved to Pennsylvania cuz I went through their program called New Life for Girls. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
2: And um so after that Sorry. <laughs>
0: no, no, no. I said we're part of Illinois.
2: Oh, um Near the Chicago area, like okay. an hour, four
1: All five minutes right. outside. I, I thought I thought you said, um, uh, I thought you said we'll put up Illinois, and I was like,
0: <laughs> No, <laughs> I don't said need what part of the state? I <laughs> said <laughs> what part of
1: Illinois? Yeah, Chicago area. Yeah.
2: Like, okay. I guess, yeah, Chicago, let's say Chicago area. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so yeah. yeah, we moved to PA. Okay, she went to through New Life for Girls. Um, what was I going with that?
1: She went through. you were talking for about. Sorry about the laughter. Yeah, you were talking about your um, uh, relationship with your with your parents and like uncovering that that hurt oh. that you um, didn't realize you had.
2: Yeah. Okay. So yeah, moved to New Life for Girls, and I was just kind of like thrown into Christianity. Like,
0: mm.
2: boom, I'm a Christian mm. now. You know mm. what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Which was, I didn't whatever I didn't that mean.
0: entails. Being yeah. Like, yeah.
2: Yeah. So like, I actually I wasn't I honestly embraced it like oh I you did yeah okay. for sure like I was not it wasn't like a problem it wasn't or a, rebe- a rebellion type of thing mm-hmm. like no mm-hmm. I don't want this it was because um I had a very unique experience of like seeing God actually change people's life like lives right in front of my face oh, okay at a young age and that that does something to you
1: mm-hmm.
2: um I saw addicts that were clean I saw like women that you know were reconciled with their children I saw you know what I mean miracle after miracle and so, like, for me, at least, it doesn't happen for everyone, that was just enough for me to be like, there has to be a God. And he, and then because of that, like, he has to love me. Like, there's, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, the love of God, I was able to accept daughterhood from God. I was able to accept, but from, like, an earthly perspective with, like, my own mother, mm-hmm. it was a little bit more difficult. Mm. And I've been able to now, like, work through things that... I've gone through in the past. that I kind of, it's easier for it's easier for me to just like cover it up and then Mm. keep on going than for me to like go back, work through this and then, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know.
0: How's God reconciling that? Like the reclaiming of a daughterhood, especially if you didn't exactly feel like you had a strong sense of being someone's daughter as as a kid.
2: You know, the Lord, I think, to me a lot through like revelations um of just like sometimes I would just have to forgive my mom Mm. and like not like I wouldn't be like mom I forgive you but in my heart Mm. I would be like mom like I forgive you even if I'm not telling you to your Mm -hmm. face like right now you know what I mean yeah or um yeah a lot of forgiveness and also a lot of repentance
1: Mm
2: -hmm. for things that I might have spoken over myself, my mom, whoever, over a situation that I was in, and then be like, nope, like, I, that's not what I meant, (laughs) or I'm sorry, Lord, for saying that, or feeling that way, you know, I, I had no right, or something like that, you know, Mm. um, but yeah, I would say a lot of, I would, you know, forgive over and over, Mm. until, until now, I don't feel like I need to keep
0: forgiving them anymore, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's amazing, though, Mm -hmm. How God could work through that because it's not easy. No, and even when you said repentance, I was like, mm, mm-hmm. "Cause that's a strong one. You can you can forgive. Forgiveness is hard in itself. Yeah, mm-hmm. but repentance when God is like, "Hey, this situation might have been bad. It might have ruined your view of yourself as a daughter of my as my daughter and as the daughter of your worldly parents. Mm-hmm. But you were still in the wrong yeah. for saying this or doing this. Mm-hmm. So you need to. Re- that's that's a different level of conviction. Sometimes like
2: repentance is just like I'll be sitting I'll be driving my car home from like church youth group and it just like I just get this wave of like conviction and I'm just like crying and I'm just like oh. Oh, sorry God <laughs> like I'm so sorry <laughs> <laughs> for whatever, you know, and I'm I, I have going on in my life mm. that I've been distracted or whatever. Yeah. Um so sometimes it just looks like that and it's it's honestly a beautiful thing. I will never not want conviction and to come over me so that i can Mm -hmm.
0: and he does it because he loves us Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. at least in my experience it it hasn't it'll feel a not upsetting but i'll feel it Mm -hmm. i'll feel it on me like sometimes in my chest or in my stomach when i feel convicted yes of something but it's never in like oh look what you did Mm -hmm. which is kind of in my experience what i expect um a lot of people to say as a From like my worldly parents, not so much my mom, but my biological father. Like I sometimes I like when I would be upset with myself and hear that accusing voice, which is obviously the enemy. Sometimes it would come in like the sound of my my father's voice, which is crazy to think about. But because of that, that's how I differentiate conviction from the accuser, Mm. God's conviction from being accused, because God is, at least for me, is always like. Conviction just feels different. It's like, hey, you you did something. Something happened. You need a you need to bring it to me, mm-hmm. which is what a father's voice sounds like. Mm-hmm. A, a a father's voice will come to you in love and be like, hey, this happened. This happened. Which is also what we're called to do with each other. Yeah. And it's just it's amazing how you can feel that, and even even it makes you vulnerable. It makes you cry, but. Yeah. It's so worthwhile. It gets it all. It gets it all out, and then you're able to walk fully in the way um, God calls you to be a daughter or to be a mm-hmm. son. So
1: yeah, and yeah. I feel like that it's that that standard that He wants to to hold it to us to, because standards, um, not only from an outside perspective, someone else's standard for you can um, uh, can encourage or um, uh, or um, uh, not. Encourage you. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to find the way. No, I get what you're saying. Um, uh, but like our standards, um, uh, for for someone else and like their work and and what they do, um, if we like, uh, um, uh, hold them to that correct standard, we can help them get better and move forward as they get better at what they're doing. Yeah. Um. Uh, so, yeah, I feel like that's um, God holding us to that standard because He knows that we can get better when Mm -hmm. we when we mess up and that we are um uh, getting better so
0: yeah now this one is a fun one that i wanted to ask you that i wanted because i was thinking about (laughs) it in general writing the questions and you can add your input too but i think it's, it's a girl's thing
1: okay but i have sisters
0: you do have sisters like so I, you're honorary girl no let me, <laughs> let me shut up let I me need, shut up
1: i'm an honorary caribbean girl
0: <laughs> that's crazy what? What do you i'm an uh, honorary, okay. honorary there's caribbean. a running
1: joke that i'm an honorary caribbean somehow i earned that title last season because he
0: can dance bachata really well Interesting.
1: yeah i don't okay. know like he was so, getting
0: it like the way dominicans get it and i was standing there i said i
1: just like to dance i don't know
0: but it was good. And then so me and Chris so, and then I gave earn, him that label. I earned that title. Technically honorary Puerto Rican because we're not Dominican, so we can't give a Dominican pass. So uh, But Caribbean. Because I'm almost full I, Caribbean. I just
1: uh, um uh, took Caribbean. I was watching that clip the other day because uh, <laughs> I took Caribbean because uh, I said I wanted to be a pirate.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Pirates I know. That's a little crazy,
1: but
2: yeah okay i get
0: it <laughs> but nah he's on, technically he's on yeah. very puerto rican insert image of I'm a puerto guy. rican <laughs> sawyer the one i made last time oh lord yeah insert image it's right. bad <laughs> <laughs> yeah i tried my best i know you tried with, your best um <laughs> with my with the phone resources <laughs> the resources i had on she my took phone a
1: picture of my face and and um uh, gave me facial hair and like dark black hair with uh, with just like her finger
0: and like even the eyebrow um, slits the me, guys be me, having oh and everything gosh. is crazy. Let me find it's crazy. It. Let's see if we could find it yeah, can, while I ask yeah, this question.
1: <laughs> let me find it.
0: Do you sometimes feel in the church that there's certain roles put on women that aren't as sex exactly biblical? And you could take this any direction you want cuz I have a few directions.
2: Like what roles exactly? Like what do you mean?
0: Just, just in, just in general. Is there anything you sometimes like, or you're sometimes told like, as a girl, you should do this or do that? Like for me, I don't think everyone's called the marriage. I don't think every girl's called the marriage or to mm-hmm. motherhood or to certain things mm. or even certain roles within the church. I don't think if you're a pastor's wife, you're meant to be like the running the church. This is controversial. I know, but I think it's true. I don't think everyone has, every woman is called to walk out in those roles. I'm not mm. saying now it's different if you have a desire for it, because I believe God gives those desires. But there's some people I know who don't. And I don't think exactly that it's woman and as daughters of Christ are always called to it. So to say, oh, why you not married Yeah, Why this, that? And the third, I don't, I don't understand because some people aren't called to it.
2: Yeah, I think, hmm, what comes to mind when I think of like unmarried, I think if you're not, if you don't feel like you're called to marriage, I think there is also, you still have a responsibility. Like, okay, then you still have, yeah, you still have responsibility. So I think of a lot of missionaries
0: mm-hmm. that are
2: women. A lot of them, uh, some of them are not married, but they're they're called to be a missionary and they're not married, right? So in that aspect, I think, yes, if they're not called to marriage, but they're still are called to be a missionary. They're called to, they're still being used by God in that mm-hmm. a- in that space and that aspect. So I think even if you're not called to being a mom or a wife or whatever, you're still called to serve yeah. for the Lord no mm-hmm. matter who you are. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. So in that ca- in that case, I guess yeah, I agree, I I can agree, but also like you're still called to the same things that mm. a mom or a wife is in within the church is still to love your brothers and sisters to still serve the Lord God. Fill your mind, heart, soul strength. <laughs> it's just in a different yeah. way. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I think we're all called to s- like the same thing in the aspect of we're all supposed to, I think we should all be serving, yeah. serving God, serving others. Um, but I don't think you necessarily have to get married or have kids or like, do, that doesn't have to be what you're doing, but I think you still should be
0: yeah, serving, serving in some capacity. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's kind of even reading the Bible, what I was formulating, mm-hmm. but yeah, that was a controversial take and it <laughs> is coming from our young brains. So don't attack us. This I, is just, this is just what we're reading.
2: What I think I have a more, I have definitely more conservative
0: views. Mm-hmm. Same.
2: So I would think that like women, you know. Should probably, you know, get married, have kids, Mm -hmm. raise their kids in the church. I don't think they have to. But again, like what you said, that's a desire that I have that I think God gave me. Mm -hmm. And I can't say that everyone, every other woman has that. You know what I mean? But my ideal life, whatever, (laughs) is to, you know, get married, have kids, and also, but still
0: serve God and Mm -hmm. serve others. Yeah. Yeah. Serving God can be hard, though. It's not always peaches and cream and, like, cute. Has there ever been in a capacity God has called you to serve where you're like, God, I can't, I don't know how, I can't do this, I don't want to do this, even in a small way.
2: Yeah, I mean, are there two that come to mind? At first, in worship, I will say, I was um, Heather Hilker, who is our worship leader.
0: At Praise Community Church. Church.
1: She's been on this podcast.
0: (laughs) She has, but, like, it was so long ago. Shout out to
2: Heather, I love you. We
1: should have her again, I love
2: her. I was going with that. She... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was taking – so with worship, I did not feel called into worship mm-hmm, mm. for a while Wow! Mm-hmm. at first. I was taking voice lessons and guitar lessons with Heather. And at the beginning for a couple months, I I didn't feel called into worship. Like, I just like to sing and mm. play guitar. Like, yeah. that was my – whatever. And she was like, I feel like you're called to do this. And mm. I was like, I – Agree, but okay. <laughs> um, I was like, that's really cool. I don't feel passion for this. I don't feel that. Mm-hmm. And then one day, I don't know when, but I just started to lo- fall in love mm-hmm. with worshiping mm-hmm. God. Yeah. And I couldn't stop doing it. And I wanted to do it with our youth group, with our church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, I did not think that. One I didn't want to, more mm. <laughs> <laughs> than I think I could because yeah. I just it was not on my radar at all. Mm. That's one thing, and then also um, I went on a mission trip with our youth group this past summer to Kenya, and I really strongly felt like God was calling me to do that, mm. but I didn't know why. I was like, mm. Lord, I don't, I want to, I don't know if I'm going to be useful. I don't know, like I can't afford this. I can't, you know. I, I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't. Type of language. Yeah. And even in that, I was praying about it. My family was praying about it. And I was like, you know what? Like, the Lord just gave me, like, sign after sign of, like, he really wanted me to do this. Yeah. Even though I felt like I can't, what am I going to do in Kenya? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, But I just had a heart. Like, I just wanted to serve serve other people mm-hmm. for the sake of the kingdom. And so it was, the trip was more than I could have dreamed. I. I loved it so much. I want to go back. But yeah, yeah, that was another instance where I felt called to something that I did not think I was going to be capable
0: of doing. Mm. That only comes through listening to God and being his son or his daughter. (laughs) I don't know why I said it like that. Uh, Because you tied it in. Oh, I was just being (laughs) dramatic. (laughs) But I just want to thank you for coming on here. Yeah, of course. It's been excellent. I know it's a little shorter than our usual ones, but yeah. this this has been awesome. And you had a lot of insight, and I love that you brought your Bible, and that you brought your journal, and that you prepared. Yes. I love to see people prepared. <laughs> I love to see people prepared. Not me. I didn't even yeah,
1: know the questions. Prepared. I never come with, oh. with looking at anything. You know, He's spontaneous, but that, just, he works with it. I do yeah. improv. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think so. you
2: guys have good flow. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah. And usually we don't even hit all the questions. We just usually take take the first one and then we go off in that direction and if uh, like their answer like uh, um changes where we're gonna go then we go with it and we just uh, um uh, just flow where wherever god takes us yeah so and i cool. think it's important to open up that space to where god wants to take us like that happened in bethany's episode yeah. with yeah. bethany cool. um, which Hicks. is
0: before is it releasing it before this weeks. one. Two, two weeks from now, from now. Two weeks before this. Two weeks before, but we're so releasing it, it. it. It's already out. So it's already putting, out.
1: Put in time card for that episode. Um, <laughs> uh, so, but, um, uh, but yeah, we we were actually planning on talking about like grief and and dealing death. with death. And then we cool. talked about <laughs> comparison the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, okay. But yeah. it was awesome. Yeah. So it was moved. really good. Yeah. So, cool. um, uh, so, but, but yeah. Do we want to close out in prayer?
0: <laughs> we can.
1: That's what we usually do. I know you were getting ready to do your your outro. Yeah, let me let
0: me close out in prayer. Okay. Unless you want to, I don't care. All right. <laughs> oh, Maya, close oh, out in prayer. Oh,
2: okay. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that makes sense. Okay. Um,
2: dear Lord, we just thank you, um, for this day and for this time. We thank you that um, you're here with us right now. You're you were in the midst of our conversation. Um yeah, I just thank you for each and every person on this podcast. I pray that you will just lead us and guide us more and more into your truth every single day. Um we love you and we praise you in Jesus name. Amen.
0: Amen. amen. Thank you. Of course. Yes, thank, thank you. you that makes more me? sense to have you pray <laughs> over this topic. That's usually what we do. But we're tired. We're tired. We're losing brain cells. Audience, if you haven't already and you've been listening this long, I don't understand, but I love you nevertheless because God loves you. Follow us at Faith Like Birds on our YouTube, on our MySpace, which doesn't exist oh, yeah. anymore, really, kind oh, yeah. of. Yeah, on MySpace. our no. Spotify, I just, on our Apple it. Podcast. Did I say that already? Nope. Apple Podcast and Instagram and Facebook. It has been splendid. Indeed. Thank you, Maya. <laughs> I got you. a sudden wave of energy. Good night, y'all.
1: Later. <laughs>